Straight from Cringe Dutch Studios comes the new official podcast for bored ass teenagers. Takashi King presents Cringe Cast. We're glad you decided to join us. So relax and get ready for chaos. Get ready for Cringe Cast. Recently, I ran into this insane story that really, um, I don't know, it hit me hard. And this was a crazy story, and I just wanted to share it with you guys. And it's a long story, and not everybody knows this, but if you do follow disturbing stories or things like that closely, then you probably do know about this story. It is insane. Um, It was definitely shocking. Um, and it's not even a story with an incredible ending or even uh, even a bad ending. It's just um, an interesting story. Now, if you've been watching Moist Critical or you watch the Trusty Guide video on it, you do know about this video um, and this story. But if you don't, if you're just a regular chap like me, then um, you'll be very interested to hear this story. I don't usually do episodes like this, but this was such an incredible thing I heard, and I kind of wanted to talk talk about it and, uh, you know, just kind of outline this story and how insane it is. So we're going to dive right in. It's going to take us on a journey. Um, let's go. So in the late 90s, um, Japanese game shows were on top of the world um, in Asian and Asian in Asian in Asian countries Japanese game shows were uh, you know uh, they were prime entertainment they were getting a lot of watchers but Japanese game shows are known for being uh, you know very um, over the top just entertain their audience Um, and they still are to this day but in the late 90s it was even worse now a popular Japanese uh, game show um, actually, you could say tortured a man for over a year, and it was broadcast live and in clips every Sunday for the entirety of Japan to see. Now, um, this show or this live stream averaged 17 million viewers every Sunday. Every Sunday night, 17 million people piled on to watch this program. Now, just to show you how much that is, the most watched episode of Game of Thrones is 16.5 million. Now, over 17 million people were going on and watching this every Sunday, watching this man um, be basically tortured. So, um, uh, yeah, it's really... it. This story is definitely well-known in Japan, but for people outside of Japan, it's basically unknown unless you've seen a video on it um now this uh this is like this show uh when it when it came out i'm just gonna kind of give you uh like kind of some snapple facts on it uh you know these this um this tv program had been known for doing crazy japan uh game shows now 
The thing is, is uh, nothing they came out with was, you know, that popular. And so they turned to kind of uh, more extreme game shows. And uh, after this game show that they conducted, they actually did a few more crazy game shows. Um, but this one is the most standout-ish, and it's literally insane. We'll get into it in a few minutes. Um, but the saddest part is that the actual game show wasn't supposed to be how it ended up and it ended up being way longer and way more torturous than it even was supposed to be just so the producers can make more money and basically torture this man because they needed money so uh yeah definitely a crazy story so you know um and 17 million people were watching this man so uh this is insane they were uh basically laughing at him and this was kind of just terrible for this man but you know uh so we're gonna kind of get into it the show that um this game show was held on was a show named susanu dimpa shonen and they held a raffle um to find uh the contestant to actually p- compete in this game show um and the game show was called life of prizes um, a man named Subi ended up winning um, the raffle, and he was actually really excited because he was actually, he thought this was a big break for him because he was an up-and-coming comedian, um, and, you know, he thought this was his big break, you know, this was, um, which makes it even sadder because this man has an amazing attitude. Um, he's just like, you know, honestly, uh, a very, uh, I don't know, positive attitude um and just very happy looking guy so it makes this story even more terrible he was taken advantage of um and this is how it starts so after he won the raffle they start the game show almost immediately they take him to a um a a small apartment uh one room apartment with a tiny little bathroom and a one room with magazines a table and envelopes now we'll get to what those what he needs those for in a minute uh it gets crazy so they lead him in here and they instruct him that he needs to take off all of his clothes he has to take all of his clothes off in order to participate in the in the game um now uh this brings it up an entire whole notch Um, because remember this man ended up staying here for 15 months Um, not really 15 months but we'll get to the nitty gritty of it in probably 30 minutes or so of what actually started to happen at the end but 15 months now uh, they instructed him to take off all of his clothing and the only thing they provided him with in this room the only thing that was a given was water and uh, he said, and they, the producers told him he would not be allowed to leave or communicate with the outside world. And he wouldn't be able to have any access to anything, uh, like anything that he didn't directly earn through magazine sweepstakes. Now, this is the real deal of what this game show is about. This man has to survive solely on magazine sweepstake winnings, and that includes food. He will not be eating food unless he wins it in a magazine sweepstakes now i don't know if you've done a magazine sweepstakes anymore but they're basically non-existent although at that time in japan 
a really big deal and that was the only thing he'd be able to supply himself with anything so if he wanted anything um to you know keep himself alive he needed to earn that through magazine sweepstakes now the challenge was he needed to win 1 million yen which at the time uh was around 8000 US dollars and uh it was only through these mail-in magazine sweepstakes so um i mean listen this is this seems really really difficult just off the get-go um i don't know if you've done a mail-in sweepstakes recently but it's like i don't know what your chances even are now um so like i don't know if this is even possible at this point when i'm hearing about this story i'm like can you even earn almost 10 grand uh doing sweepstakes now uh this is like the way they like put this together it's i don't know they the the commentary on the sunday episodes that they show and the things are honestly just uh they're they make it seem happy and like they make it seem like oh well um you know this is just a fun game show it's comedy it's supposed to be funny but this is a really like just fucked up thing that happened so really cruel and brutal and remember at the end of this nasubi doesn't really win anything nasubi just this is just his big break this is just to him getting out to the people he doesn't actually win a monetary prize for doing this he just completes the challenge and that's it hopefully he's famous by then but that's it so um yeah um you know you wouldn't think this is possible but he did pull it off and um you know i'll explain how he did uh and i also i also want to say that nasubi although everybody that knows the story knows him as nasubi his name's not nasubi uh i forgot what his name actually is uh, i think it's tomowaki hamatsu tomowaki hamatsu i think is his real name yeah but his um they called him Nas nasubi in the show and he's also refers to himself as Nasubi in the show because the producers told him so. Um, but it's Nasubi because Nasubi is actually um, the word for eggplant in their language. And they use this because eggplant is what they used to censor his genitals on the Sunday show. So when you see this, these clips, um, if you look this up, um, you will see his genitalia is covered with an eggplant, which is why he's called Nasubi kind of just an interesting little thing um uh but yeah so and they also had to follow him around with the joystick this entire broadcast so remember 24 hours of being broadcasted this was remember this was the first live stream now it didn't start being live streamed until a couple months into the situation but it you know it uh, eventually was so yeah um it, but yeah, some people were following him around with a joystick, um, censoring everything for 24 hours a day, every day. So, very crazy. Um, this guy did not know he was being live streamed. Uh, he, this entire time, he didn't know he was being live streamed um, and broadcasted live. So, he thought everything was going to be re-edited and then put into those Sunday episodes. But so that he'd like he'd come in and he'd do like small updates for the day every day 
um, he didn't know that we were watching him all the time. So um, that kind of makes it, it's crazy and kind of really cruel. And I don't think that's even really legal. So yeah, um, definitely uh, like fuck thing to do also. But yeah, um, let's go into, let's kind of dive into some of the things that happened. Um, for 15 months, Nisubi was in here, and there's a couple of videos on uh, being alone for 15 months in a room. Um, and although the only contact he had was when producers came, um, or when a doctor checked up on him once during this entire 15 months, a doctor checked up on him once, um, and we don't even know if it was a real doctor, probably theatrics. So yeah, but um, uh, basically, I mean, it's like the isolation really affects your mind and we really start to see that at the end and, you know, uh, kind of where his story goes from here, even though it's not a bad ending. It's an interesting ending. So let's get into the story um, of the 15 months. Uh, his first win was um, fiber jelly, 12 pots of fiber jelly. Um, now, this was the first food he'd win. I won in this entire thing. This is basically his first win. So, or I don't know if his first win or his first food win, but he must've been very hungry. I don't know when this was, but I do know that it was early and he won 12 pots of fiber jelly. I don't know what fiber jelly is, um, but apparently it's okay because he ate it. I mean, but you pretty much eat anything if you're super, super freaking hungry. So, you know, um, and, uh, the, and then after he received the food, um, the other thing he was doing, was also, um, applying for all clothing things. He wanted to apply for all, um, uh, clothing sweepstakes because I mean, uh, like obviously he didn't feel comfortable being naked. And the first thing he wanted to do was cover up. So, um, he applied for clothing things like crazy. But the even more crazier thing in here is that he didn't win any clothes in this entire 15 month period, which is really crazy and honestly really hard to believe that foul play wasn't involved. Obviously, the producers swiped the clothing to keep him naked and keep the comedy of the show or whatever like screwed up thing they like to call it um, more funny or uh, more real to the audience. So. Yeah, they obviously swiped the clothing, um, but he did receive one article of clothing once, but that is a story in itself and uh, actually a really screwed up thing that they did. So, um, so um, there is two clips where um, a postman comes knocking on the door and he says that the guy needs to put a name on his mailbox. Um, he does that, but he can't because he can't go outside or lose the challenge. And then Postman also comes to deliver him ramen. But it for, turns out that as someone had put the wrong address on there to get it sent to the wrong place. And um, basically they'd waved ramen in front of his face and then took it away because it was the wrong address. So actually like very screwed up thing um, that's... I mean, like that 
I mean, that had to be, that was either purposeful or just a really bad coincidence because it's actually like super terrible that that happened because he was really, really hungry by then. Um, and I don't know how far this was and not too far, but just kind of like, you know, heartbreaking the way they came in and then that's his only human contact. And the only time anybody knocks on the door, he's expecting to win something that'll basically keep him alive. And uh, yeah, it turns out it was nothing just basically telling him to put his name on a mailbox, which you can't do, and waving food in front of his face he can't have. Um, so then he gets a big win. Now, this is good because everything he wins, remember, everything he wins in the sweepstakes adds up to the yen um, total and gets him out faster. Um, he wins rice, five kilos of rice, which is, I don't know how much that is in pounds, but that's quite a bit of rice. The bag looks pretty big in the clips. And then he realizes he can't even cook the goddamn rice because he doesn't have he doesn't have a pot. You'd have to win a pot to cook the rice in on sweepstakes. So this guy goes full Giga Chad mode after eating the the rice raw, eating some of it raw. Um, he uh, figures he needs to figure out a way to cook it. So first he tries to um, just fill a, a jelly fiber. Um, a jar with um, rice and then fill it with hot water and then let it sit overnight this didn't work very well um, it was it was gross and yeah it just wasn't gonna work so he had to figure out another way instead he he has a stove burner in his room so he decided um, to put the rice in the jelly jar um, fiber jelly jar and put it near the fire burner so it didn't burn the jelly jar and actually was able to cook the rice so now he actually had an efficient way of cooking the rice and that was good um now uh we're gonna get get kind of skip some time um he, here's the thing about the article of clothing he did win so remember i said he did win one article of clothing but it's uh really okay it's kind of crazy so at this time he'd entered like 5,000 over 5,000 sweepstakes and finally he won one article of clothing and those were used panties um yeah used panties now uh you're like okay that was obviously put in by the show but it also could have been one um we I did a little bit of research and apparently the used panty market was a thing all the way back in 1998 so yeah those might have actually been used panties that he won that the producers let slide because it was humiliating and he couldn't even wear them because they were too small he was actually going to wear them but he couldn't because they were like five sizes too small for him and that just wasn't gonna happen so even sadder and this guy was like already super skinny so it was just you know just terrible it's a bad clip and there are some few clips um like there are tons of clips before um, this point where he is seen crying and things like that. And the even more screwed up thing about this program is that anytime he cries or he's going through a situation like that, they actually added in laughing, um, crowd laughing, um, to lighten up these moments and make them seem less terrible than they are. So yeah, very screwed up that it's, it's almost makes it more disturbing when you see this guy, like just totally like having a really, really tough time and they're just like putting fake audience laugh over it or like fun hip beat upbeat music and 
just this stupid commentary guy that's just like way out of pocket just crazy so yeah it's actually just makes it that much worse all the you know trying to drum it up and make it seem less terrible than it is um so he then wins meat wins five five things of meat after this incredible like just win like i mean this is insane uh five things of really nice meat so or steak so he uses a ballpoint pen and he cooks it over the direct flame on his cook burner and he eats that that's his first direct protein this entire time so you know that's not very healthy at all but you know and in the show they actually say um in the life of a poor comedian he's only used the word steak in his life or in his imagination um now this is like i don't know this really highlights um how terrible this is and how they're taking advantage of him i mean this guy has nothing he's a comedian that wants a big break that's willing to do anything now it shows how much he's willing to do because they're absolutely taking advantage of him he doesn't even win anything at the end of this challenge remember that he doesn't win anything um except freedom i guess and um he's allowed to leave at any time but if you have nothing in your promised fame i mean that's basically being held captive it's not like you know he didn't really have a choice because he has nothing so that makes it that much more serious and just that much more terrible that they take advantage of someone like that so you can't help but feel really bad for this guy um and then he wins a playstation game and a playstation uh like a special controller for a certain game um and then he wins raw pork and raw crab and um and he eats the eats the crab raw and i don't know if he ate the pork raw um there's some things that say he did eat the pork raw i don't know if he did i feel like he probably would have just cooked it over the thing um but yeah so um he got those so he was actually getting quite a, quite a bit you know one at that point so he was doing good he was becoming a complete machine filling out these things um now he uh wins a tv eventually but he can't use the tv because the tv just plays static um which is even worse it's basically just just there he can't even use it um and he can't play his game on it because he doesn't have a playstation yet so yeah that's just i mean just constant insult to injury um and then he wins um uh he wins like a stuffed steel a stuff stuff seal that he names uh by nasu and i don't know what that means but he does name it that and it's actually sad to see this guy with his uh seal because it's like um it's almost like uh like from castaway um it's really similar to that when you see these clips with him when he's with them he really talks to him like uh, another human um and like i know it seems to almost care for the stuffed animal and it's actually really sad to see it's it's kind of crazy what what being alone that long will do so yeah and then he wins toothpaste and toothbrush small toothpaste jar of toothpaste and like a crappy toothbrush so you know that's okay um uh and then this is after this shortly after this is when the doctor came in to come uh check up on him um and um said he was completely healthy said he was totally fine i mean obviously this guy's way too skinny but you know i mean there's shows already that do survival when they're skinny and that, that's totally fine 
but it's nothing compared to the mental thing that hap that's happening to Nasubi. Like, he's obviously not okay mentally, um, even though he doesn't have some, like, bad disease. This guy is, like, he's just not okay, so, um, I, I don't even, I, I, that probably, Dr. Visit wasn't even legit. That's probably obvi almost obviously not a doctor, so, you know, you can't even, I don't know, just pretty bad situation. This is where it gets kind of crazy. The story kind of starts to go into its crazy, like, spiral downward. Um, this guy uh, eventually goes through a period where he, like, kind of uh, ran runs out of rice, but he wins dog food. He wins wet dog food, and then he wins a bag of dry dog food. And that became this guy's um, main dish. This, this became this guy's main diet for three months, literally three months living off dog food. Like dog food has no nutrition in it whatsoever. And that was what he was eating primarily. And wet dog food, he, he like almost very, very obviously states in the clip that the wet dog food tastes terrible. Um, and you know, it's just like, oh my gosh, just horrible situation. Three months of eating dog food that's really really not legal or i mean i guess if he says he's it's it's not legal in the sense that it's not ethical like they're taking advantage of this guy it's terrible and so that was just a really bad situation um so this is where it really gets bad he wins 10 pounds of rice finally after living off dog food for three months and random snacks that he wins um he wins 10 kilograms. That's great. That's good. Finally, he's got another okay source of food again. But this show was so popular that people started to actually figure out where Nasubi was staying. And they decided to start like crowding the area he was at. And they were just like, he was just basically, I mean, he was just like a phenomenon. Everybody was going there. And so the producers had to move him. Now, this is where it gets really bad. What they do is they come in the middle of the night. The clip is super creepy, by the way. It's just very weird how these producers do it. And the way the producers talk to this guy is so weird and creepy, like very weird. Um, they come in with flashlights, flashing him in his eyes in the middle of the night. They put earphones on him um, so he can't hear anything. And then they blindfold him. And then they take him and put him in a car and he seems very excited. He thinks he's won the competition um, or challenge. It's not a competition. He's the only one doing it. He, he thought he won the challenge. They took him five hours away and took him to an exact replica of the apartment he had. Now, uh, it's terrible seeing him come back here. And uh, he just, I mean, hes he looks like he's just distraught. He's just like... Uh, you know, whatever. And then they said that because, um, because he was like having a rough time there at the other apartment, they were moving him for renewed luck to, um, bring up his luck. So, um, the guy, you know, was like, you know, so it's for my own benefit. And the guys were like, yeah. And so, you know, he kind of laughs and stuff. So he obviously knows that this is, um, probably not for his own benefit and he probably heard the people crowding around his door and stuff. So, you know, he obviously knows that there's something going on with the location. So 
he probably knew that. He's, I mean, you know. Um, and on the, I must highlight in this trip, what we see him when, when we see him that he's like um, in the bus being taken from place to place um, or just one place, five hour trip. Um, the whole time we see him, he's like almost, I mean, in a, just in a funk. He can't really speak. He can't talk to people and he can't even talk around people it's like very weird he's kind of lost his ability to be um, normally social and remember this guy's a comedian this guy is a social animal and he's been totally deprived of that for months and months I think it was more than six months in this clip and it was just I mean yeah crazy to see um, isolation totally took that away now in his new location at one point he had 17,000 entries and he had like he'd won a bunch of cool stuff but he hit a bad streak um he ran out of food and so the producers um they moved him to another location and uh and i suppose like like i guess they told him it was renewed luck again but people had found the location again and they said it was for renewed luck and when he got to, to another apartment um this one exactly the same he got really lucky and won some really good stuff right away. And this guy basically, um, he won his PlayStation. Finally, he'd gotten the PlayStation. He had the game, he had the console, um, he had he had the TV, he had everything out. So yes, he finally had a source of entertainment for the first time in months. So this guy ends up playing, um, playing the PlayStation for four days straight. And I'm not talking like, oh, he plays it for a couple hours for four days, like just serious gamer. No, this guy played a video game for four days nonstop with almost never going to the bathroom or moving. Four days. And the screen was towards the camera, making him the first video game live streamer. Yeah, fun little fact for you. But yeah, this was almost the first, first live stream broadcast like this. And he was the first person to play video games like this on a live stream. So, um, this guy was playing video games in front of millions of people. So, I mean, basically, basically, uh, made Twitch what it is now, I guess. But yeah, very interesting fact that guy was basically the first video game live streamer. He played for four days and then he banned himself because he needed to make, he needed to focus on entering on more sweepstakes. So that's what he did. And, uh, he was able to do it. Um, he won a couple tires. Tires are really expensive. That put him close. And then he won a 10,000 yen, um, uh, 10,000 yen gift voucher, which isn't a lot. It's a small gift voucher, but that put him over the limit and he had won, right? So yeah, um, he'd won and, uh, it had been 335 days. Um, yeah, um, nonstop, just filling out sweepstakes and in order to win prizes that would keep him alive and take him through this. Now, 335 days of basically torture and he'd reached the finish line. But, so, um, this is where it gets really, like, just really shitty. The producers come in the middle of the night, again, very creepy clip, and then they start popping off those little party poppers in his face in the middle of the night, very loud, scares the shit out of him it's um like kind of he has a crazy look on his face it's just 
you know, just kind of a shitty thing to do. Like, why'd you have to do it in the middle of the night? Can you wait, like, just wait till morning? You assholes. So it's like, you know, um, you know, it's just kind of just a shitty thing for them to do. Um, they told him that he'd made, uh, made the, he had made the, the limit and that, that to put his clothes back on and that they were going. So they put his clothes back on. Um, he said the clothes were very uncomfortable and he almost couldn't wear them. Um, we'll, we'll get to more of that later. And they took him to, uh, Disney, uh, Disney world. Um, they took him to Disney world or Disneyland. I forgot. They took him to like an amusement park and they had like a good time for like, you know, uh, like a day. Um, so, uh, you know, it shows a bunch of clips of him having a great time just at the amusement park, just waving, just real happy. He's done. Like, this is like almost the happy ending. We're almost like, this is fine. This is good. This is when things like actually start to get sad. So, um, they, they, what they do is after the amusement park, after the really nice food restaurants, and he just thought he's won and he's famous now and people are recognizing him. Great, whatever. He's he's done it, right? No. The producers were making way too much money from this. 17 million viewers a week? Like, my God, these guys were being getting rich off this guy. Even if they weren't paying him anything and basically torturing him. So, terrible, terrible. Um, they were making money. So, they blindfolded him and put headphones on him again. And he didn't know what, what was happening. Um, he thought they were just taking him to another event or whatever. He thought he was totally done. They took the blindfolds and the headphones off of him. And he found himself in another room. And this is when I was like, oh shit, like this is not good. This is like actually super sad. The look on his face, like he's like, oh, like dude, his eye, his like whole face and demeanor just changed. And even that couple days outside of the room made him look so much better he'd filled out already he was looking happy like he was just like you could tell it had, like he was like so so done after this without telling him they put him back in a room and in this time it was in korea not even in the same country that he literally is citizen in they took him to a different country and told him that he needed to make enough sweepstakes earnings to afford a plane ticket from Korea to Japan. That was the objective. He was stripped again, and this time this guy was a champ. Okay, this guy is like, like he's the sweepstakes champion by this point. And, you know, he like spin jitsued his way to the finish line real fast. It was super simple. Um, this guy had a handle. Um, so this is when it gets like like more terrible because the producers say oh they don't want to stop it now um so without telling him they upgrade the ticket price from economy class to um business class so now he has to make nine thousand more yen or eleven thousand more yen i forgot the number to take him to business class because oh he doesn't doesn't uh, deserve economy class after all his hard work we need to make him stay here a couple another couple months so that he can uh, go business class 
So he completely like, I mean, he destroys these producers and gets it done real fast. Like this guy's like, he's got his shit together when it comes to sweepstakes now. So they do that and then they upgrade it to first class. I mean, you know, without even telling him, they haven't told him at this point that they've upgraded the ticket thing. Um, and he's been here for a couple of months, so he's probably wondering. And then what they do is, um, this is like, I don't know, you gotta go watch this clip for yourself because it's actually very like, it's crazy. It made me think that this would be an incredible movie because it's insane the way this happened. And it's like, it really highlights the fact that this guy was taken advantage of and that it's like actually super sad. So what they do is after he wins the first class thing, they actually do fly him back to Japan, but they're with him. They put headphones and um, things back on him as soon as he, when he leaves the room, so he doesn't know where he's being taken at. He just thinks he's being taken to another, taken to another room. They clothe him for the plane flight. Um, he gets there and then he gets into a mock room designed to look like the rooms he'd been staying in for the last 15 months. So um, just, I mean, off the top of his brain, he starts to get nude again because, I mean, like, they've made him strip every time. So he gets completely naked, and then the room is actually a collapsible room that's actually on a live stage where thousands of people are in the stands, and he's basically in a gift box where the sides just comically fall open. And there's him and this table in the middle, and this guy is completely naked, and then all of a sudden there's thousands of people on the thing just chanting at him, yelling at him, just laughing, basically at him. And this guy is totally just, I mean, you see, like, this guy's just like, you can see his brain just like, whoa. Like, he does not know what's happening. He's been in this thing for so long, and he's been basically psychologically tortured for 15 months. This guy does, like, he can't even process what's, process what's happening, and it's probably awesome. Like, it's overwhelming him insanely. I mean, the, he is naked in front of thousands of people, and they're laughing at him, telling him, oh, congratulations for winning. It's like, what do you win? You didn't win anything. So, um, you know, it's oh, terrible. The sides fall, and all you see is this guy, and he's completely confused, and that's it. I mean, that's what happened. He After that, um, you know, it's it's over. Um, the, so, the show... Um, uh, I forgot the name of the show already again, but Shonen Susu Dippin or whatever it was called was eventually, it was shortly canceled after that. Um, but yeah, it didn't stick around long. Uh, but that was a huge program. And even though, so he came out of the there and when he went in there, he was a comedian. By the time he came out, he wasn't able to do comedy anymore because it had affected his psychological ability so much that he wasn't really able to um, be as funny and as like, you know, he wasn't able to put together jokes and things like that. It really affected that part of his life. And then he told um, like told news sources and places that um, he wasn't able to wear clothes for almost six months after that comfortably because um, he'd been so used to not wearing clothes. So clothes were itchy and just, you know, they're bad f um, for him to wear. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, you might be asking like what happened to Nasubi or to Komawaki uh, after this happened. Um, he never reached the fame that he was promised. Um, 
but you know he did get into like a few things he was um able to secure some roles into some um mildly popular um tv franchises which is really cool and then he just recently um made it to mount everest he tried four times and he finally just made it to out mount everest like just like i guess a month ago so yeah i mean honestly it's kind of a happy ending this guy's doing good he seems happy but this is just a fucked up thing that happened to him a long time ago and he wrote a book about it um which you actually can go get and buy it was a bestseller for a while so he didn't make a lot of money off that um but i bet it's a cool read um i'm actually thinking about buying the book um but you know doing a lot of research on this episode and yeah it's a incredible story and uh it doesn't have a bad ending but it's it's just crazy that this actually happened to an actual human being and the producers um say that they apologized to nasubi nasubi actually confirmed that they did but you know i mean they actually honestly like don't care producer said he has no regrets and why would you he made millions of dollars off of it and it probably got his name out there like crazy so you know it's one of those things like this is just a crazy like just crazy story like they took advantage of some nice guy nice guy turned out fine in the end but you know it's like i mean just crazy that shit like this happens and i thought this story was so interesting and so cool i just wanted to share it with you guys and we usually don't do episodes like this but if you enjoyed this episode let me know because there's a lot of other crazy stories that i'd like to share with you guys and this one was definitely stood out to me and definitely a movie needs to be made about this because it's so crazy like if you want to know more about this definitely watch the um moist critical uh thing on it it's the most evil live stream ever and that's just type that into the youtube bar and you should find the video there's also a video on it um uh that was done by atrocity guide that's also really good it's a little bit shorter than the moist critical one um so yeah go watch that one as well if you do want to know more about this i didn't really do it do this story justice but it is a really crazy and bizarre story and you definitely need to go watch some of these clips um to confirm the things i say because it's crazy some of these clips and if you don't believe me just look it up it's uh it's a crazy story and it will i mean it'll drag you in as soon as i heard about this i was hooked so very crazy that this this is actually happened to somebody so yeah thank you guys for listening to this um i really wanted to share you share you this story and um it's just wow so you know i i really enjoyed doing this episode with you guys if you did let me know if you didn't also let me know but i don't really care because this was what a crazy thing so yeah i guess japanese game shows are insane right so yeah they become less popular recently so we've seen less things about like that because there's been laws made recently so you know um hopefully nothing like that ever happens again but just remember that it did happen and that um definitely definitely uh kind of a warning not to be taken advantage of um by anybody and be too positive because these guys took 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 advantage of him and you know uh i mean basically took almost years off of like his enjoyment in life because what they decided to do and how they decided to make money so incredible story um Nisubi, definitely a crazy guy like that guy um had some determination and some positive attitude 
definitely the right person you want doing something like that because um you know he pulled through and he managed to come out as like you know an uncomfortable and awkward guy but he also you know you know he seems pretty happy in all of his tweets and stuff because he is on twitter um so yeah um go go dive into the story i'll see you next episode